Hello and welcome to episode four of Is Everything Okay, Hun? And today is International Women's Day. Yes, and because we are two women, we decided this could be a very good topic. Yeah, everything. Basically, just saying facts of how different we are. Is it, what's that book? Men are from Venus, <laughs> women are from Mars. I think it's the other way. Oh, is it? Men are from Mars, because M and M. I think that's how I remember it. Men are from Mars and women are from Venus. But women is not W, Venus. Women have vagina. Yeah, but Venus, vagina. like Venus the razor. Oh, yeah. I'm vaginas. your Venus. I'm your fire, <laughs> your desire. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> Any chance to sing and she's in. I am. Any chance to sing and I'm in. So, yeah, I've been looking at a few fun facts about women. Well, I don't know if it's fun facts or just facts. Yeah, because obviously we are so different from men and I think it's quite good to identify that. I know some women... This could sound really bitchy, this, but some people strive to be like the complete feminist. It's like, we can do everything that men can, which we probably can do a lot that men can. But do you know, I still think there is a difference between men and women. Yeah. Look, and we need to allow that. We need to identify that. Do you know that women's pain threshold is higher than men? You would never believe it because you'd think that men are stronger. Yeah, I fully believe that because imagine if a man had a period. Yeah. Or, they wouldn't get any work done or had a baby. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I've not had a baby, but apparently it hurts. It hurts. There's this thing called the ring of fire. Um, basically, and it's towards the end as the baby's head's coming out. Oh. So you need to be, you know, the, I think yeah. the actual the actual term is a watermelon out of a straw. Mm. Um, so yeah, in fact, going into that because obviously after you've had a baby, you obviously you you need to do your pelvic floor exercises. Yeah. This is a quick story. I'm just running to. I went with my kids to go bounce. And didn't realise after just having a kid that I did do a few pelvic floors, but yeah. obviously went to go bounce and I actually weaned myself. So I actually can't go to go bounce without <gasps> a tenor lady. And I thought tenor ladies were for old people and I am not old. I mean, I'm older than you I need used to be. You start doing your pelvic floors and get honestly, them muscles I, going. It's weird, like, you're like, are you doing it now? We're both looking at each other like, are you doing it now? <laughs> no, I just give it a little Look try. Face. <laughs> um, but yeah. I can't go, I can't bounce, I can't trampoline, I can't bounce castle. Christ. Um, and it's weird. And it just comes out. But the thing, what I find strange is, why is that the case? Because babies don't come out of our wee holes. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the muscle, isn't it? Yeah, it like must just be that it's all joined together, your pelvic muscle. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Yeah, I've always thought this, because people are like, your bladder goes, and I'm like, but it doesn't come out that hole. One other thing, without getting a bit weird into it, but you know, like, I know, like, you can get water infections when you're, like, sexually active quite a yes, lot, but that's yeah. totally different, because that's that a different is. hole. So I maybe know. it's something to do with the muscle. If anyone knows the answer to this, that'd be great. Yeah, I've got any doctors listening. <laughs> yeah, just, like... <laughs> Explain it, this to us. Maybe it's the muscle down there, like, the, I don't know, because you've got to use a lot of muscles to put muscles, muscles to pull a yeah. push a baby out. Oh, God. I wonder as well, like, I've got quite a lot... I know quite a lot of people who've had C-sections. I wonder if it's the same with the C-section. I wonder if your pelvic floors, you know, do... Probably not, because it won't have stretched that... Because I... This is probably a bit too much information, but I had the copper coil put in once. Oh, I've got that. Yeah, it was traumatic. I fainted, I was sick. People don't do it to yourselves. I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, but you've had kids. Yeah, maybe. So this is how it's explained. Because I've not had children, the woman said that the bit that they attach it to is something to do with your muscle, which when you've got kids, comes away. This is how she explained it to the doctor. It comes away. This could be completely wrong, but this is what she said. And when, so when you've not had kids, it's tighter. So it's harder to get the coil through the muscle because it's tighter. So it makes, so I think putting that coil in for me was like going for childbirth because the pain was that excruciating. Bear in mind, they give you no pain relief. It was that excruciating. Because it's normal. Because, 
imagine. Would you like some gas and air for the coil hunt? They no. should have done that. Honestly, I think I should have been put to sleep. I couldn't leave the doctor's surgery for 30 minutes. Oh, I'm embarrassed, David. I genuinely every... sat talking about my day. I didn't even notice. Full arm up, gone. Well, yeah, your muscle must be hanging on by a thread. <laughs> That's dangling down in there. But the full, this is a bit of a loose muscle. I like talking to her. Can only see her elbow. Cutting away. <laughs> You've been shopping this week. Sat up, fainted, was sick, and then every time that I sat up, I had to faint again. And was oh my god, this is so embarrassing! I, I couldn't swear leave for thirty to god, minutes. I didn't even notice what was going on. Obviously, I can feel it looks like I've had biopsies and oh, stuff it was when I was younger. Awful. I didn't feel any pain whatsoever. Um, so even yeah. getting it out was painful for me. Oh, I had mine taken out. Yeah. It's like that. Oh god! It's, well, she basically said it's like a contraction. I was like, I can't handle these. You can't handle <laughs> Don't get me impregnated. I can't yeah. do it. Um, yeah, I feel like when you have a baby, though, I think there's so much going on. Like you're nervous. You know, you know a baby's coming, coming out of it. Yeah, without a cut, you just know. You yeah, know, some metal's coming out. It's going to burn. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, save these things. Um, so yeah, I do feel like our pain for shoulders higher. Like mm. I know, like men who have, is it like the snip? I don't know if they get put to sleep for that. I don't actually yeah, know. Yeah, do like when women get sterilised, I think yeah. they get oh, yeah. put to sleep. Yeah. Um, but anyway, on on that term, we have a higher pain threshold. Yeah. Maybe not, not with like hammers and nails, and you know, if you bash your hand, that sort of thing. But I, I don't know. I think it's maybe a different thing with men. I think they do have a lot of strength in terms of they are. Don't anyone kill me for this, but they are stronger than women in terms of physical strength because their bodies are built I don't know, that way some women at gym they can lift yeah they can i'm like wow yeah but sometimes they take like testosterone to make themselves that stronger do they do yeah did you not know about like no. female bodybuilders not all of them i'm not saying everyone but ones that really compete they usually take testosterone that's why the jaws get wider and the chest looks like man's chest instead of boobies oh i didn't know that yeah mm. i know so that they can be really really strong there's like that documentary about a woman that killed her husband and she was a bodybuilder you well, need to watch so that. strong will that be something like <laughs> head locked him <laughs> <laughs> no but she like takes testosterone and that what and it made her like a little bit crazy and yeah i think her husband was also abusive and horrible from the steroids he took because they were both bodybuilders but she obviously had a lot of testosterone running through her body so would get angrier right it would change like her anger i don't know something like that i don't it's maybe, it's, maybe i actually ended up not finishing it because it was a bit boring towards the end but Maybe I'm born with testosterone because I'm an angry person. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like it's like you say, like a little women's syndrome, but I am, I can get angry. I can go from naught yeah. to zero. This is what, like, we were talking about the other day, weren't we? Like, like different times of the month. Yes. Like, I can have so many, like, round my cycle. I can be angry one day, emotional the other day. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I feel like it's so, we do have a lot, like, going yeah, on. We do. I think it's, when I've actually, so I've actually listen, listened to a podcast this morning that's all about our cycle as women. So this is all about women more than men because apparently as women, our cycle in our like period time, like not period, like from period to period, our cycle is meant to go through the, all the four seasons. So we go through winter, which is your period week. You go through... Dull. Yeah, dull, depressing, you just want to stay in, you want to hide, you just want to be introvert. And then you've got spring, which is the week after your period, so you're starting to feel a bit better, you're getting a little bit more like 
happier, you're a bit more like sociable. Then you've got your ovulation week where it's your summer. So that's like your summertime of your, your people go out. That's, ovulate, when you, that's when people get pregnant. I think that's when you feel, yeah. <laughs> that is when people get down to business. They're going out, they're getting wrecked. Because you feel sexier. I always think on my ovulation, I feel skinnier, I feel prettier, my skin's more glowing. Like I know when I'm ovulating because I'm like, I feel so much nicer. Yeah. Like it's a thing. I know because obviously other reasons, but. Yes, um, it can make you a bit erotically charged no oh no i just no yeah that it does do that as well does though. it yeah you never notice that. no never notice that <laughs> maybe you know you should get married and then that might go down <laughs> i don't know if helen's ever <laughs> gonna be charged again yeah i might be charged when i watch sex lives of a day or charge oh i don't that know is, if that is a good good thing <sighs> honestly that man i just he's a different level i don't know if you've watched sex lives but brad yeah kind of uh, like the husband as did well, you know yeah, I know. In real life. That's why I love it. Have you seen them on Instagram? They're really cute. Yeah, really cute. Mm, I love it. I'll Adam Dumont. That's why you can see the passion between yeah. them. Yeah, the, the husband. got it. I think the husband's, the husband's fit. Yeah. Especially when he went yeah. off the rails at the end of season two. Oh, you haven't watched that bit, have you? No, yes. but at the beginning he's starting to go through off the rails anyway. I'm yeah. kind of feeling it. Yeah, he is. He's not the like the pretty boy. Yeah, but I like that. Yeah. I like the Do you know that's another fact naughty. as well? Girls from the age of 16 to 24 prefer what they call bad boys i don't know what they're bad boy do you know have i grown out of that you're over 24 hon i don't know but yeah and then apparently a lot of them settle down with a good boy because they've been so damaged from the bad boys oh okay so normally they probably would never go for a good boy but they get damaged from that younger age so then they just want stability it's very much that sex life that's what she was like she but she went the opposite she, well, she had the bad life, then she yeah. married the good boy, but then she got bored. Because I'm not saying that then women yeah. get bored, leave the nice husband, and then go no. back to the bad boy. Which is hopefully, by this point, grown out of the bad boy and he's like a normal person. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like every individual is completely different yeah, with things like that. I think it depends on the circumstance. Yeah. And their trauma, their past trauma. Yeah, definitely past Has trauma. Has a massive impact on it, I yeah. think. Yeah. I once went to a therapist, and I didn't... It was so weird, nothing to really do with this, but... Um, they were like saying, have you ever had any childhood trauma? And I was like, definitely not had childhood trauma. But, you know, when actually yeah. you sat and spoke, spoke about it, it depends what you bury in the back of your mind, yeah. which is so weird. Yeah. I've got a client that's going into being like a life coach and child trauma like specialist. And she like kind of touched base a little bit with me about the fact that we all have some form of child trauma, something that was missing from our childhood. So there's like something like a scale of, this could be once again completely wrong that I'm, the scale, it could be not one to eight, but let's say it's one to eight. There's like eight things as a child. When you say you're raising your children, there's eight things they need to make them this like perfect non-trauma child, like growing up or whatever, to make them this full-bodied human that's got nothing wrong with them. But we're usually all lacking one of them. So it could be that you're lacking the love that your parents or someone's given you or you're lacking um the support or you're lacking like I can't remember what all the eight things were or people will know this and we'll have to speak to Hannah at some point I think to actually go through this because it's really interesting but the one thing that you're lacking then can mold you as the person later on in life and which can mean that you latch onto bad relationships or it can mean that you have you see when people say like you have daddy issues or like mummy it's issues, a big so, thing yeah. it's like it's a real thing it's like a trauma from your childhood where you're just like 
you end up then, say, being with a person that is wrong for you because you feel like you deserve that sort of love because that's maybe something that's lacked when you've been a child. You know, we say, like, you know, like, I remember um, the I saw a documentary, I can't remember, on, like, bullying. Yeah. Like, people normally who, like, bully or end up, like, sounds awful, like, serial killers are normally uh, a victim to begin with. Yes. Yeah, it's like... When did I learn? I learned this actually. I think it was on Lufa of all things, which I know is fictional, but it's the creepiest thing in the world. Um, but it was something about serial killer. So there was a serial killer in one of the episodes, um, and he had been raised by an abuser, and then he wanted to become the abuser. Yeah. So yeah. it's like this whole psychological damage that they've had as a child. Instead of going the other way and being like, I want to be nothing like that person, or I want to be this mould person. Instead, they're just like, I'm gonna be nasty. Like I'm the total opposite though. To like to like my parents. Yeah. So you can go one way or the other. Yeah. And I once went to. I know we spoke spiritual last week, but I once went to a clairvoyant when I was younger, and she said you had two paths. She said one of the paths you could have gone down were going to be, like, alcohol and drugs. Yeah. That's what she said. She went, but you chose a better path. Yeah. I mean, they can say that. But it does show, like, my parents, like, gambled. So yeah. I, so but I could have been into gambling. Yeah. But I'm the total opposite. If I can't afford it, I won't buy it. Yeah. Because I'm petrified of debt. I don't even really like having a mortgage. I know, yeah. obviously, having a mortgage is part of life, but there is two ways. So I could have gone down that and I could have been gambling. Yeah. Um, but to me... I never, I chose the total opposite, which is probably one bonus from it. But yeah, really good bonus. It, it just, I just hate debt. I don't have credit cards, I don't have loans, yeah. nothing like that, because it freaks me out. Yeah. Because I know that it's out of your control. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, this is getting a little bit deep, but I know where we are. I enjoyed it, though. So, yeah. Um, back on to women's facts. Um, whoa, let's have a look. What have I got? I wrote a few down. Women speak 20,000 words a day as opposed to men only speak seven. I heard this the other day and this blew my mind. So basically, so what someone was saying, I, I listened to it on a podcast actually, what they were saying was, was it on the radio? It was on the radio. It was actually on the radio. They said that, say like when you come home from the day and like as a woman, we've got all these words and we, we want to talk and we're talking like our partner, husband's head off and they're just like silent and you get frustrated with them. Going, why don't want to talk to me? Like, why are they not like communicating? It's because they've used all the words. <laughs> Sorry, so it's like you said, yeah. 6,559. I've got 40 left, so I decide what point I'm going to answer to. Yeah. But it's because they're just sat there and just like, I've got no words left for today. Um, like, well, it's a protein in your brain and it's called FOXP2. Oh, right. Okay. It's a protein in women's brain that is overactive as opposed to men's um, and it basically makes them speak more. That is it. I mean, we do love to chat. Well, this is another one going Some on to that. Example. They did a study on over 3,000 women, 2,889 could not keep a secret. No matter what... I damaging will... no matter who it would hurt really it, yeah there's only something like 17 percent of women that could actually keep the secret and even worse that 17 percent went down to seven after one glass of wine i have got to raise my hand and admit i am the worst secret keeper in the whole entire world i am sorry to my friends i love you all to pieces it's the truth. It's the but truth. i struggle i have to apparently you, you've it. got like a um a a connection of like two to three people at the most that you will tell so it'll be like your best friend yes. or your mum that's so you what won't I actually, think I do you I don't tell actually, randomers you won't actually go and ruin this person's life by telling their husband if they're cheating or something but no. you will have a collection of, and then like you'll find you're probably fucked if for whatever reason it's about one of them <laughs> 
But yeah, this is a true fact. You will struggle. Where, and it's not really down to loyalties and morals. It's because you genuinely, there's something in a woman's brain yeah. that as soon as they know it's a secret or gossip, they struggle and something overcomes them, like an anxiety or a power that makes them need to release it. This makes so me feel so much better because I could never understand and I thought I was very alone in the fact that I am so bad at keeping secrets. Like, I straight away have to tell like my best friend or if it's her that's talking something, I might tell like our other closest friend. Because yeah. we're like, so there is a connection um, of people, the yeah, same maximum three that you'd go around. Yeah. And once you've told them, you feel like you don't want to ruin anyone's life. You've yeah, told them, you've got fine. it off your... So you're like basically giving them the burden, should I say. Yes. Um, so yeah, that is pretty funny. We are just strange little creatures. Um, what else have we got? Women cry 30 to 60 times a year, whereas men is only 6 to 17. And do you know what I've got to say about this? I pref- I like now that men are speaking up. Yes. Because um, men don't cry as much. But I think, I would say my husband is more emotional than me. Yeah. I'm not an emotional person. Yeah, I you're not though, are you? I don't know if it again is down to childhood trauma. Maybe. I just do not, I struggle. I, people say I've got like a swinging brick. But then you put, you know, Coronation Street or Titanic on and I'm bawling. Mm. But actual life things, I've, I've got this like front where it's like a... This therapist wants to tell me this fight or flight. Yes. So like, and as well, you being a, me being a mum, I'm the protector, so yeah. I, I don't really have time. Even if my kids are poorly or anything, I wouldn't then worry about it. I'd be the one that came up strong and dealt with it. It's so weird, but yeah. I do think emotion is huge for men and women. Yeah, I do think it is, and I think I've come across men that do cry a lot more and are more emotional, and then I've come across ones that just don't. Yeah, I think um, it's a good thing for me. Yeah, and I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. Um, I don't think it makes them weak. I don't think it makes you think of them any differently. I think it just makes you understand no. them a little bit more because they're more emotional with you. But no, I do think... And once again, I think, like, yeah, women probably cry more because, let's face it, our hormones just send us happy. So that is probably built on stuff like, like you said, Coronation Street, watching Titanic, like... I know that I probably cry more watching, like, when I watched This Is Us, my God, I nearly didn't make it through the whole thing, so I cried that much. I bet you there were only about eight episodes of that I didn't cry. Oh, that was the one yeah, of the most I, emotional And I, and I cried with happiness and sadness. It wasn't like it was just... Anger, cried with anger at some All of it, yeah. So, like, I think with stuff like that, women are probably more emotional than maybe a man could sit there and watch it and not cry. But I think... I think like men, when like maybe men have kids thing. and it's something about kids you'd cry or, yeah. or maybe if it, again, it triggers you, if it's anything, you never know, somebody like, might have lost a parent, if it's anything yeah. like, like, like yeah. that sort of thing, it is, can be very emotional. Um, but yeah, I do believe now it is better, it is getting more out there for men to cry. Yeah. Be, do you know what I mean? I feel like that's fine. Like, if you want to cry, cry. I think crying helps. I wish I could cry more. Yeah. Because I feel building it up then turns to anger and I come back to that poison little dwarf I was telling you about. <laughs> Oh, the door. <laughs> That's what I'm like, just a really small... Just a really it's small... It's a poison door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else have I got? I don't know if you've got anything. Um, women's immune system is stronger than men's, and that's a natural scientific fact. I wish mine was stronger than men's right now. Mine is terrible. I woke up this morning with the sores very and I just thought, not today. Please, no. Because I just... I catch everything. But do you know what it is, guys? The hay fever injection. Don't do it to yourselves. It has ruined my life. Has it? Yeah, I've heard mixed reports about it. I've got a indented dent in the top of my bum cheek from where the injection went in, where my muscle has collapsed. Why? It's an actual hole. I'll have to show you. Um, and I, my immune system's gone, and it can cause like an autoimmune disease. I did not know this. 
Wow, that is I know, so but I get really, really bad hay fever, so I'm just gonna have to suffer this year. Yeah, I'm. Um, I just take my vitamins, and I'm. I've been great since yeah. I've been taking my vitamins. The vitamins do help me. I've had a better year this year for yeah. illness, but I'm still getting groggy from time to time. I'm yeah, still getting dark like, circles under my eyes. Touch wood. I've um, been um, doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, women who play video games have a higher um, sex drive and happy relationship. I don't know about this. What? Yeah, apparently. Maybe it's because Why? they're just doing what the men want. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, I'm not, I don't know what sort of video games they're talking about. I know. What turns one on the video game? I don't know. Well, I remember when I was younger, I used to play Grand Theft Auto. Like, racing around in cars, picking up prostitutes. Well, I, I didn't. Well, I don't know the game. And that turned you No, it's just these video games are a lot. There's a lot of they violence. They're a bit raunchy, yeah. yeah. Violence. You used to, like, just pull up on a corner outside McDonald's, like, get in, and you used to give them $100. <laughs> I used to really like video games. I used to play Mario Kart, but I can't say <laughs> that. I didn't say Crash Bandicoot. That was the best one. And don't judge me, but Rugrats like Rugrats mini golf or something like that. It was the funniest game ever. That is not going to adopt any sex life (laughs) at all for you. Let me just tell you. Um, Yeah. Um, What was it? Ping Man. I think Pac Man. Pac Man. -Man. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want, Ping Man? Yeah, so okay, video games, Crash Bandicoot and Mario Kart aren't going to up your sex drive. No, they're definitely not. That that is a fact. Um, So yeah, I feel like that's all. Women have better memories, but I do feel like that. I always, is it something like, they always say a woman's like an elephant, they never forget, because elephants don't forget anything. No. Not like you'll know what an elephant's thinking. I feel like you don't forget anything. I don't forget things. You're really good with stuff like that. I honestly, I can have an argument with someone and I will bring up something from 2004. Yeah. See, my best, one of my best friends, Sarah, is like that. Um, we laugh about it all the time because say we put something in group chat about someone and she'll be like, remember when they did this in 2003? And we're like, no, we do not remember when they did that in 2003. And <laughs> group it's chats, so that's funny. another thing. Honestly, like, girls' Hello. group chats are just insane. They Hilarious. keep me going through. I've got quite a lot of business group chats and then I've got friend group chats. And some of the stuff you just like, we once had a Christmas yeah. party. We, I've got a skincare business and we once had a Christmas party and it were like a secluded group and it got twisted. <laughs> it was hilarious. But you know, like then people started using memes to the stuff we were talking about. Uh, I love you that. get to a stage where you physically cannot breathe because yeah. you are laughing so much. Um, I feel like they just make your day so much better though when you've got these. You chats. always get that one. You always get like that one person who like you get a voice note from a group chat and you just know you can't open yeah. that in front of Nana's granddad's or impact no. people. No. Um, there's always one on there, the absolutely hilarious person, but you just know that you just there's certain. You bit, I, I am though. I am that person. <laughs> to be fair. Is it you? <laughs> The first thing they say is, um, hello, I'm on loudspeaker, and I know that means, Helen, shut up, don't, yeah. don't, don't say what you can. I am, in fact, yeah, that's where it's me. Yeah. It's me. <laughs> There's always that one friend, and it is me. <laughs> and that's what everyone else is saying. I'm thinking of this one girl, and everybody else yeah. in the group's thinking of me. But yeah, that is literally so funny. So, um, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for, I don't think I've finished the moon cycle thing, by the way. Oh. Should we end on that so people are understanding? Before you do say that, I've got to say, a couple of days ago, I did put on my Instagram. Oh, yeah. I was so low. I can't even describe it to you. I basically would have been better in bed all day because I was angry at everyone. I was mm-hmm. upset. I felt like I was failing at everything. And I just couldn't tell you why. I genuinely yeah. felt like 
and there were no reason for it i just felt so crap yeah. and i just felt like and I, and I never really opened up like that on my stories but i thought do you know what sometimes like it's like instagram versus reality yeah people have bad days and i couldn't describe it to you i just wanted to curl in a ball i went up to bed at two o'clock and wanted to watch tv but then i felt guilty for watching tv at two o'clock in the afternoon do you know like yeah. everything i did i was scrolling and everything i looked at upset me or bothered me so i just had to switch my phone off and just basically go to bed and start fresh the next day yeah. and it went until um i put it on social media somebody told me it was about the moon yeah so i <clears throat> we were talking about this a little bit earlier weren't we but i um i was saying i really feel the energy from this moon thing so i have never in past years never really thought about the whole moon energy thing and then i think i started following a few accounts like that kirsty gallagher do you follow kirsty gallagher on instagram she does a lot with the moon and she'll always put a post on when it's like coming up to the full moon or the new moon and like what energy she oh, yeah, may be really feeling understand it all. yeah so i've kind of got a little bit more into it and started like looking into it and i'd kind of maybe subconsciously just started to notice a pattern in my moods and even like my partner's moods like around these times so like when it is coming to a full moon I get quite like anxious a little bit irritated a little bit like introvert I'm a little bit like I don't know just a bit a bit down to be honest and I can get a bit sad and I can be thinking and same as you get them kind of intrusive thoughts of like oh my god what if this happens and they're thinking this and they're not thinking that and getting like really worked up of what people might be thinking and saying about you and you get you you start thinking you're failing at everything exactly how you were feeling the other day um so I've started picking up on that now and like when I see like I came out of work the other night and saw the the full moon and was just like oh that makes sense it all makes sense now so I think it's starting to understand that um but apparently when it comes to like our cycles and the the full moon if our period is coming close to the full moon it means that we because we get our strongest intuition apparently when we're like on our period so it's our strongest intuition to do whatever you're healing or whatever you need to do but also when it's the full moon so with the full moon you and your period's like falling close to it or on it yeah mine's due this week yeah which it can so you might be on the new moon so you'll have to listen to that bit because the new moon will be coming soon but on the full moon you're meant to be looking inside yourself with your intuition to see what you need to change like internally so it's about like who you are as a person what work you need to do internally so it'll kind of bring you as a bit of like i'm so confused i'm not gonna lie i'm so confused (laughs) with this i just to me like yeah so i didn't even know there were more than one moon yeah right so after the full moon you've done got the new moon a lot for me to get confused by the way (laughs) so the full moon is obviously just the big full moon just the circle yeah and then it goes into like the little tiny piece of the moon that's showing. Do you know like what I mean? the cheese. And this is your new moon. Like the... Yeah. Yeah. And then it starts to like go, like get back to full again. Yeah. So it's like gradually goes. So when it's in the new moon stage and your cycle's landing on that, that's when you need to be using your intuition outwards. So it's like to help others. So we say like the people around you need your intuition. What, like making my kids tea, picking them up from school? Yeah. <laughs> Just like, like I do, I literally give, give, give. This yeah. Life out there you me. go. So that's maybe why you're period falls on the new moon so why did i feel low then and crap just because i think the the full moon drains it out of you yeah the full moon is like a weird energy i think if you are quite susceptible to energy which i know that i am don't want to go too deep into this but like if you've ever looked into numerology i feel like i need to get get you to do it if you ever look into numerology and find out what your life path number is and your destiny number is through i'll have to get you to do these after is that like when you say angel numbers uh that's like another thing now but 
your life path number and your destiny num- destiny number is figured out by like your, your life path is by your date of birth and your destiny is by your name I'll do it for you after and we'll find out what you are but all of mine are very spiritual which is bizarre because I've always said that was really spiritual I said that on the last podcast all of mine are really really spiritual and psychic abilities and all of this stuff which is crazy both of them are and it's where they, I think you get both of them that are. So my life path number is number nine for anyone that understands life path numbers. And it's a very spiritual one. So I think that I am very, I attract a lot of energy and I, I understand energies. I feel them. So I can really feel people's energies. And I've got friends that are similar and like you can take one look at them and you're just like, I know exactly what you're going through right now. I can feel it sort of thing. And I think that's why I get affected by the full moon because mm-hmm. I get that energy quite a lot. But maybe you do. Maybe you've got that spiritual I'm find side. Number and we'll let you know my next podcast. Yeah, so we'll find out if Helen also is an energy human. Definitely full of energy, I know that. Yeah, she's <laughs> definitely full of energy. <laughs> she does have loads of energy. Yeah, like a Joe bunny. All <laughs> oh, right, well, it's this International Women's Day, so I hope everyone has a lovely day. And, yes. Um, we will see you on the next one. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>